this is the NPL Rocking Radio Station. My name is Freya. I'm Bradley. I'm Lorna. And I'm William. And today we will be interviewing the head teacher from Headland School. What do you like to be called? Mrs. Bone. Why do you teach at Headland School? I teach at Headland School because it's a wonderful place to live and to work. So as somebody who studied fishery science at university, a long time ago, and um, to be able to work in a school that's a coastal school that serves a fishing community is an amazing opportunity. Why did you come to our assembly today? I came to your assembly today because I wanted to be able to share with you a reward for one of your students who I believe is in year five who came to one of our open events. So Oceana Price won our lucky dip of a £10 Amazon voucher. She did really well. How is it directing a secondary school? Um, it's it's fun, it's enjoyable, but it's also a lot of hard work. No two days are the same, which I absolutely love. Got lots and lots of children at Headland School. Um, we've just got over a thousand children, so no two days are the same. And it's wonderful to be able to really make a difference to young people and give them choices and futures um, about their future careers and their future employment opportunities. My job is also to make sure, first and foremost, that children are happy. Okay, so as my role as head teacher, my first job is to make sure that children are happy and that they've got the opportunity to access lots of really good teaching and learning opportunities so that once they get to 16 or to 18, they've then got some good choices that they can make about future jobs and employment. One question, do you have uh, different clubs like orchestra and uh, music? Yes, absolutely. So I played the clarinet when I was at school um, and I'm really passionate about performing arts. Okay, so we've got a fantastic performing arts department, so we have an orchestra, and um, we also run um, productions every year, so this year we've got Matilda, and um, we've run a theatre production this week um, with a theme of kind of Halloween, but we also run extra clubs in sport, we also run extracurricular clubs in food and technology, we do a newspaper, there's an IT club, there's a computing club, there's a languages club, there's a STEM club, there's a science club, um, so you name it we offer it in terms of what else you can do after school. Art club as well, we've got a fantastic art club run by Mrs Ward. So what would you say are the drastic differences between Headlands and Bridlington Secondary? I think that's probably what makes us unique um, in terms of our different schools is obviously going to be about our ethos. Um, So at Headland School, our values are about pride, aspire and respect and making sure sure children are happy first and foremost. So Bridlington School, theirs is um, the torch of life, I think is their value. And I think for young people to decide which school to go to, it's got to be very much about when they go to the school, what they feel about when they look round. Because essentially we've got the same policies, so whether it's around teaching and learning, whether it's around behaviour, whether it's around um, how you're rewarded, all those policies are the same. So what it will come down to for children making a choice is about when you have a look around the school, how does it feel and what's the, what's the ethos What's the ethos of the school and does it fit your personal direction. How often do you get report of students being bullies and stuff? So in terms of bullying, um, I won't deny bullying does happen at school. Okay, but it's how we deal with that bullying that's really, really important. So in terms of bullying incidents, they are few and far between. And we have a really, really strict protocol in terms of how we deal with both bullies and the bullied. Okay, And making sure that support is put in place um, for both parties. And it may also be that sanctions are also required. I would like to think that we wouldn't get to the point where we're having to sanction a young person. But certainly if 
bullying continues, then sanctions are put in place. But we've got a very, very clear and a strict protocol, and all the young people at Headland School know that bullying is just not tolerated in our school community. What is a, yeah, a sanction? sanction. So a sanction for bullying, so it could be something like, it could be an after-school detention, it could be um, a period of time, what we call our return to learn facility, which is a classroom where children work um, and do independent learning through our Google Classroom, so we do that if it's online learning, um, or it could be that a, a child is suspended from school. The most serious cases, children can be permanently excluded from school if that was to continue. But in my nearly 10 years at Headland School, we've never got to the point where we've had to permanently exclude a child due to bullying. Do you have a gymnastics team? Oh, and if do. so, how many times have they competed and won? Very, very good question. So I forgot to mention that's part of extracurricular. So we run a gymnastics club every Friday night. Um, Harry Shearing is a gymnastics instructor who is an expert instructor who we get to come in and we compete nationally um, so we compete in national events and we win national events so we are, we are always finalists and we are always very high up in terms of whether we're gold, silver or bronze but we certainly have a fantastic gymnastics squad um, we also have a trampoline club as well badminton club, rugby club we also have a, a skateboarding club on a lunchtime so during the week on a Tuesday if students want to do skateboarding there's a skateboarding club and then there's an also mixed martial arts club on a Tuesday night after school. What do you do on sports summer weeks? Oh, right, that's another really good question. So our sports day is like nothing you've ever seen. So we do the traditional sports, okay, but we know that those traditional sports aren't necessarily everyone's cup of tea. Everybody wants to do the 100 metres and everyone fancies running around the track two or three times for the 800 metres, okay. So we also have the opportunity for students to do Dunk the Teacher, Dunk the sixth former, dunk each other. We have at least 20 different inflatable machines where you can run around, you can do buckaroo, is it buckaroo? But there's all these various different inflatables that you can have a go at. And then we also have, is it absorbing where you wear the, the big... You mean like a big bubble, a big plastic bubble? Oh, yeah. yeah. So you're in a big plastic bubble absorbing. There's absolutely tons of other alternative ways to participate in sports day and get points for your tutor group um, that aren't necessarily just the traditional sports. So everybody can have a go on sports day at Headland School. Okay, uh, so when I was year five, I went mm. to one of your year five uh, sports days. Yes. And there was a bunch of sports. Yes. There wasn't really any inflatables. There was only an ice cream truck. Yeah, no. Yeah, so that was run by the local... That's run by the partnership, isn't it? The... the um, local sports partnership so that was very much absolutely right for year five it was very much a traditional type sports day with free ice cream and we, we had a lot of ice cream on that day and um, that was just free ice cream but no the actual the, the seven to eleven sports day is very very different to what we run for the year fives do you think the year five sports day would be better if there were some inflatable options yes. yeah and, and maybe some okay. other stuff you explained in your sports days okay I think that's a really good suggestion. Okay. I'll take that back to the team. Yeah, that's a really good suggestion. Thank what you. is it like when you go on trips and do people have to pay for them, as in the students or the parents? So we've taken some feedback from students. Um, so recognising if we're going to reward you, it seems then a bit nonsensical that we then ask you to pay for that reward trip. So over the past couple of years, what we have said is that actually some of the reward trips are completely free. Some of the reward events are completely free. So like, for example, just before half term, we had a cinema 
um, experience for the students in school. We provided them with free pizza, we watched Hocus Pocus 2 and there was no charge to the students. We've got a cinema trip to an actual cinema, cinema coming up before um, Christmas and that's going to be, I think it's 194 students who've been selected based on their attendance and their attitude towards their studies. Um, we're going to ask for a contribution of £5. So the trip will be about £20-£25 to be able to take to the cinema, pay for the coach, pay for the um, cinema entrance but we're only going to ask students to make a small contribution just to help to go towards costs. What are trips like? As somebody who has been to America, who's done PGL, who's been to France with students, I've been, all over, I've been lucky enough to go all over the world, I've been to Germany, I've been all over the world on school um, trips. I think it's an amazing opportunity for you to see different places and to experience different things. So again, we do have we do skiing at Headlands, we do PGL to the Mediterranean, we do French and German exchanges. Um, there's loads of opportunities for you to be able to experience different cultures and the world. Yes. Have you ever been to Japan before? No, I haven't been to Japan. The end of school trip. Yes. What is the most expensive school trip? parents have had to pay for that's a really good question so at headlands i'd say probably the most expensive trip you're going to going to be looking to pay towards is a skiing trip the skiing trips are usually more expensive and um, skiing trips are usually around five to six hundred pound mark and um, just because of the cost of skiing once you get there the ski lifts etc and the travel and the accommodation skiing is probably the most expensive um trip you could go on at school what has been your favourite trip that you have been on and what and which one has the children most enjoyed? In my teaching career, probably the most enjoyable trip I've ever had would be to America, to New York. Um, I've, had, I've been lucky enough to be able to take children to New York on several occasions and go and visit somewhere called Cornell University, which is one of the Ivy League universities in America. So there's six Ivy League universities, like the top, top, top places to go. Cornell has, for example, if we're thinking about sports, Cornell has an American football stadium that sits 80,000 people, which is as big as Old Trafford, and that's just at a university. So on a grand scale, taking young people to go and see a university with facilities like that is absolutely amazing. We also have the opportunities to go and see um, uh, where 9-11 happened. Um, and again, so there's various different elements to a trip like that, but that's certainly been my, my most memorable experience. Yeah, thank you, good question. Um, right. How many things for the GCSEs do you do? How many GCSE courses do you do? Really good question. So you do between eight and nine GCSEs, okay, and we let you choose three. So you'll have the option to choose three and we encourage you to think about performing arts, to think about technology, to think about things like film. We offer film studies, we offer sociology, we offer criminology, um, we offer um, traditional subjects like history, geography, French, German. Um, so there's a variety of subjects but you can take eight to nine subjects, yes. Um, I have one question. What is criminology? Because I've heard it before. I just don't really, oh, that's a really know good what question. it's about. Criminology is the study of criminal law um, and why why we have certain laws and what those laws mean to us in society and what the impact of those laws is. So, okay. so if someone studied criminology, could yeah. they become, for example, a lawyer? So yeah, so it, it's kind of it is one of those courses that would help naturally progress to being something like a solicitor. Yes. Yeah. Um, would you have any GCSE courses that would help with being someone who can determine the 
psyche of someone or how someone's feeling if it's depression just or very good question so we do also offer gcse psychology and a level psychology and that is the science of the mind um, and that's a course that again we run for students at headland school when i'm older i want to be a medic in the navy so oh, my mum wow. says i have to get a medic in so college yeah, and then another a in university for medic no, yeah, that's great you've got ambition. That's amazing you've got ambition. So yes, you'll need to study the sciences for sure. But that's amazing you've got ambition. Really, really super. But the main question is how much do you enjoy working with the students? 150,000%. Absolutely. Every day is a great day working around young people like yourselves who always keep us on our toes, always make life interesting. And I do believe, I, I would like to think, I make a difference. So yeah, that's why I enjoy it. Thank, thank you for letting us interview you. And that was the NPL Rockin' Radio Station.